on, give somebody about three more minutes to jump out of your seat and give your God a great praise. I dare you to take the next 60 seconds and praise him like you lost your mind. Somebody give him a shout of praise. Will cross Satan under my feet. Somebody help me see it. I what you say? to praise him tonight baby uh, I'm going to give you three or four uh, last weekend uh, last Friday night uh, we broke an attendance record uh, for all of our youth services uh, on the campus and then last Sunday morning uh, we broke our Sunday school bus uh, attendance record then last Sunday night, uh, we broke our Sunday night uh, attendance record. Then on Tuesday night, uh, we broke our Tuesday night uh, attendance record. Then this morning, uh, we broke our bus attendance record again. And this morning, uh, we broke our Sunday morning attendance record again. morning Samuel was baptized in Jesus name uh, and received the Holy Ghost this morning uh, Iliani was baptized in Jesus name uh, and received the Holy Ghost uh, this morning uh, mighty soul was baptized in Jesus name uh, and filled with the Holy Ghost uh, this morning uh, Lewis was baptized in Jesus name uh, and filled with the Holy Ghost uh, this morning Mohammed uh, was baptized in Jesus' name uh, and filled with the Holy Ghost. This morning uh, at our Port-au-Prince campus, uh, Gilson was baptized in Jesus' name uh, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, and Wisnika was baptized in Jesus' name uh, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, and Mac Darling was baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. And Nelta was baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. And Rosemaline was baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. And Jacqueline Love was baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Hey! <laughs> 
somebody give him a praise somebody ought to just run for a moment somebody ought to just run me out If you want it, let me see you raise your hand. If you got it, let me see you leave the door. If you want it, let me see you raise your hand. Hey, I got it. 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 You can have it. You can have it. You can have it. You can have it. If you got it, let me see you raise your hand. If you got it, let me see you raise your hand. I got it. I got it. One more time. Got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. My victory. My peace. My breakthrough. My blessing. Do you got it? Do you got it? Do you got it? Do you got it? Do you give him praise? Give him a shout of praise. Come on. If you've got the victory, give him a shout of praise. As the man of God comes to deliver the word of the Lord, somebody lift your voice and mix your faith with God's word. Oh, come on, somebody. Really praise him. You say, why are you so happy? Because I remember the day he turned me around, set my feet on solid ground. And from that point, I've been going up ever since. Come on, somebody really praise him. Oh, I praise you, Jesus. My, 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 my.
Well, high five somebody while I read a text. Tell them God has been good to me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What great, 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 great worship. You can be seated for three or four minutes and catch your breath. My God. Almost an hour of solid, heartfelt praise. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. For our guests, this is just the way we have church. The Bible says to praise him with a loud voice. And that's what we do. Amen. The Bible says praise his name in a dance. And that's what we do. Tell somebody we're guilty as charged. Amen. God has saved us. Amen. And we're moving forward. Ephesians 1 and 15. Ephesians 1 and 15. Down through verse 23. Thank God for the... How many got the Holy Ghost today? Five got the Holy Ghost and baptized. That's right. Amen. Everybody else. My, my, my. Look at, look at somebody and say, God's doing it because he's coming back. That's what hit me during this worship. Amen. It just hit, kept hitting my mind. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. And I just hope that I'm in a service like this when the horn sounds and I can just go hallelujah here and hallelujah up there. Hallelujah. Get a dance on the hallelujah, 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 hallelujah over there. Because the Bible said in a moment and in the twinkling of an eye, we're going to be changed. Now, you want to know how fast the twinkling eye is? To count of three, everybody flash your eyes. One, two, three. I did it and didn't even break my vision. It's just boom. I just, this young lady's fanning herself. I didn't miss one fan. I mean, it is. Look at somebody say, that's quick now. This world is getting worse and worse. Amen. And the presence of the Lord's getting greater and greater. And I'm just going to tell you, I believe we're on the brink of a brink of a outpouring where there will be there will be news, maybe even news from the news departments, but there will be news throughout the internet, throughout our apostolic churches posting about it. And when you add it up, there will be millions getting the Holy Ghost. Amen. I asked somebody the other day, if ten, we got 7.3 or 4 billion people alive on the planet. If we had 10 million get the Holy Ghost, what would that do to the meter? It might make it flitter just a little. If we had 100 million in six months, what would that do to the needle? It might move it just a pinch. Look at somebody and say, there'll be more lost than saved. But God's going to do a great work. I believe there'll be hundreds of millions of people filled with the Holy Ghost. And then Jesus is coming back. I don't know who the last one will be. Comes up out of the water. Hadn't got the Holy Ghost yet. But they come up out of the water, throw their hands in the air, and they'll begin to talk in tongues. And I think... Whether it's in the baptistry or in the altar, there'll be one more talking in tongues. And God will say, that's it. Gabriel, he's going to point at Gabriel and say, blow your horn. 
And with one blast, it's all going to be over. Tell somebody we're going to be gone in a moment. Amen. But until then, tell somebody until then, I'm on top of it all. Amen. Ephesians 1 and 15, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling, what the riches of glory of his inheritance in the saints. Everybody say, God's inheritance is in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward, who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality, power, and might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet, under his feet, everybody say under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Everybody say the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Amen. I'd like to just slowly teach a Bible study on this, but I'm not. I'm going to go fast, lightning quick. But look at somebody and say, everything is under our feet. When you're born again, everything is under your feet. The Lord bless you and you may be seated. I think I'm titling this, I'm on top of it all, I think. Isn't that what we're titling this? Amen, amen. The book of Ephesians is regarded as the most profound book of the Bible. It is declared from most theologians that the profundity of this book cannot be questioned. It is proper, property, to be, property to believe to be the deepest of Paul's writings. It is indeed deep because he begins outside of time. In the first chapter, purporting an interest on God's part with humankind before time. Tell somebody, God's been thinking about me before time began. Ephesians 1, verse 3 and 4 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him. Everybody say, he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. Chosen here means picked out. Chosen for oneself. In him. Uh, to blow the buff, baffling of the wind before the foundation is catabole, before the founding or the throwing or the injection of us into this world. He chose us. He chose mankind before he said, let there be light. In his divine foreknowledge, he knew man would be on this planet and he knew I'm choosing them before I say one, let there be. Tell somebody, God chose me before he said, let there be. Amen. Now the church is his body. I've said that a few times here. 
And it is through the new birth experience, water baptism in Jesus' name, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, evidence by speaking with tongues, and repentance. Talked about that this morning. When you repent and are then water baptized, which is being buried with Christ in baptism, in Jesus' name for the remission. Everybody say the blotting out. The removal of my sins from the Lamb's book of life. It's kind of like that. That's what our name looks like in heaven. It's got all kinds of writing, everything you've done wrong. Everybody say he's got a list of it. But amen, whenever you've been born again of water and spirit, when you're baptized in Jesus' name, this is what it looks like. It goes from that. All this writing. But when you get baptized in Jesus' name, it gets like that. Hallelujah. Come on, look at somebody say, that's profound. Tell somebody, now I remember what I did. But when I got baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of those sins, when I came up out of the water, God no longer knew that I've ever been a sinner. You didn't, you didn't. Now those are good points. Now we got a long revival here. We're gonna be together here a couple weeks, gone a couple weeks, back a couple weeks, gone a couple weeks. We just, we just roll it, but tell somebody we're gonna to have to learn to say amen on these good points because it just messes brother God went up. Because if you can't amen the new birth, something wrong with you. Look at somebody and say, when I was baptized in Jesus' name, everything I had done wrong and the sin I was born with God washed it away. My slate is completely clean. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Well, amen. Look at somebody say, that's true. So now, because of the new birth, we have been baptized into Christ. And therefore, we, everybody say, we are his body. We are his body. And therefore, everything in this world is under our feet. Now, Bishop said that when he was up here exhorting. Look at someone say, it's under our feet. Amen. Say, Bishop was already in the Holy Ghost. He was already in my notes. Amen. So I'm talking to somebody. It's under our feet. And therefore, we are blessed to be in the church. Tell somebody, I'm blessed to be here. This great revelation is of the highest truth that the body church is the body of Christ. The church is the body of Christ. Now we understand God was manifested in flesh, in a body. Everybody say when Jesus was born, it was God, the God of Genesis, the omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent, all-powerful, everywhere, all-knowing God, wrapped in the flesh of a baby. But he was still everywhere else. It wasn't one God in a God with another God inside the two gods. Come on, somebody. It was the one God from before time ever beginning that had now robed himself in a human body. Amen. Everybody say amen. And so... To do this, he presents God as an eternal being. Paul does. 
with no beginning, no end. And it is at that same time the omniscient, all-knowing God, never gaining or losing any knowledge, that there is not a time in the existence of God that everything was not in the preview of his all-knowingness. Therefore, everything which was and is falls within the parameters of God's omniscient or all-knowing mind. Therefore, God is trying to expose our mind to how he is thinking and that he is thinking about us. He wants us to reveal, he wants to reveal himself to our mind. He has never been without all knowledge and is therefore trying to influence our minds about our circumstances and situations that we are in. He is attempting to put his thoughts into our minds how and what he is thinking about each one of us. Tell somebody, when I got baptized in Jesus' name, when I received the Holy Ghost evidence by speaking with other tongues, I became a member of his body. Now I want you to listen to these verses. 1 Corinthians 6, 15. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take them, the members of Christ? 1 Corinthians 12 and 12. For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. But now, in 1 Corinthians 12, 18, but now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it hath pleased him. So you being born again was not just because we repented and we got baptized and got the Holy Ghost, that's true, but because it pleased God to put us in his body. That's why we're so excited. That's why we shout so much. That's why we juke and jive around and touch somebody and say, I hadn't been drinking. I'm not on a drug high that's hanging over. Amen. I'm in my, tell somebody, I'm in my right mind. And I'm praising God. Don't need no drugs to do it. Don't need a high to do it. Don't need anything to get me to be unembarrassed when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, I can't help but give him praise. Somebody say amen. 1 Corinthians 12, 27, now are we the body of Christ and members in particular. Particular here means in share or portion. Tell somebody, I have a share of the body of Christ. Ephesians 1, of Christ, he hath put all things under his feet. Everybody say, all things are under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. So when you are born again, you are placed in the body of Christ. From feet up to the shoulders, that's the body of Christ. He is the head. We are the body. At the shoulders, you got the five-fold ministry, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. That's the shoulders of the church. Tell somebody that's the shoulders of the church. But I am a member. Tell somebody I am a member of God's body. 
The word member here means limb or part. Tell somebody, I am a part of God's body. I'm trying to, I felt heavy today to try to nail this down. You are a member of God's body. You have a share or a portion of body ministry in you. Here's what I'm saying. If you've been born again of the water and spirit, lift your hand. I want to say to everybody in here, there is no place in the church for setting and staring. That ain't in my notes. The Holy Ghost said it to me. I want to tell every person that's born again, whoever made you believe that you can be born again and then sit on a church pew and everything's fine, they lied to you. Tell somebody, they lied to you. If you are a part of his body, I got news for you. He is reaching for every sinner that he can reach for in us and through us. Hey Amen, you can be seated. He's reaching. He is to the church. He's the head, the ecclesia, which is the calling out of the whole body of Christians. Ephesians 1.23, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Now I feel the Holy Ghost to say this. I've never said this in this message. I'm going to say it. Amen. The reason God is concerned about our unity, back on my over-under stuff, we must be submitted to that which is over us. Everybody say amen. And then we must be submitted one to the other. Tell somebody, because we are God's body, On a natural body, if a, something like what discord is in the spiritual body, it'd be like a cancer popping up in a cell somewhere here in the body. And it might not show up for a while until you get a pus oozing sore and then you run to the doctor because it won't clean up after two or three days of pouring peroxide on it and whatever else you pour on it. You go to the doctor, doctor says, man, we got bad news. You got cancer. They say, in Jesus' name, I rebuke that. That just kind of hit me and like, oh Lord, have mercy. I rebuke that. Now that that horror, that awful feeling is the same thing that happens to the church collectively, the whole body. I wish I could make it plain. If 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 you could imagine looking at the world. And everywhere there was somebody born again of the water and spirit, it would light up. And then you would begin to see the body of Christ. Made up of individual members. Members, limbs and parts. Limbs and parts in particular in share and in portion. Which means every member has a share or a portion of body ministry in you. That doesn't mean everybody's a preacher. It doesn't mean everybody's called into five-fold ministry. Every member, everybody say every member, has a share of body ministry in you. You're not just born again with rocket fuel, just waiting to be ignited when the horn sounds. You're going to blast off out of here and that's it. No, 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 no. That's, that's, I mean, that's going to happen if you're living right. And I've said to people, you know, I got the Holy Ghost in 1979. Now, if all there was to me 
to being born again was for me to now wait. Let's see, 79 to 89, 99, 2009, 2019, 20, 21, 22. So 43 years since I got the Holy Ghost, I've just been sitting here. Going to work and getting me a check, depositing it in an account, paying my bills, buying some groceries, feeding the family. I'm just waiting. I ain't never done this while I'm preaching. Tell somebody, we're bringing out all kind of stuff for Brother God. I'm sitting here while I'm thinking through this. I'm thinking, now, God, when you ain't ever done this, boy, you better be careful. Can you imagine? I've been sitting here 43 years. Twenty twenty, I realized in twenty eighteen, Israel turned seventy. I'm like, oh my god! And it hit me, and I had two Jewish websites I followed, and, and every every day they were dancing and spinning around. And every day I'm like, what's going on? Normally, when they had their feast days and stuff, they'd worship and all that. But this was every day. I'm like, what's going on? And it finally clicked around October, November of twenty twenty. Israel is now seventy years old. And I said, oh, Lord, I've been all year and hadn't heard one thing since 2018. I ain't heard nothing about it. 2019, didn't hear nothing about it. 2020, didn't hear nothing about it. And I thought, well, he's coming. It sure is close. Somebody, that's not what happened. That's not what God wanted to happen when he filled us with the Holy Ghost and washed our sins away. We, we were dead in our sins. There was no spiritual life. Now, you thought you was cool, boom, shakalaki, you was a little... You know, you was the cutest girl in school. You was the baddest man in school. You, you know... You know, you know, when you drive now, you lean over and lay your seat back and twirl, you know. But you were dead spiritually. Dead. Tell somebody, I was dead. I was dead to the thoughts of God. I was dead to... To, to anything about God. I mean, God wouldn't. Do you remember a time when you was thinking and you never thought about God? Somebody come knocked on your door. Your mama opened the door. Yes, can I help you? Hey, I'm Greg Godwin. I'm from the Rock Church. and just like to hand you an invitation, invite you to come to church. We got bus routes and we can pick you up on the bus if you need a ride. And we got youth services, things for kids and young people. We'd love to have you come. Maybe that was, whenever that happened, you just click. God? Church? What's that? 
This last two or three years, I have literally witnessed to people that had no knowledge of God, that literally have never been to a church of any kind for any reason. I'm not talking about drunks or drug addicts. I'm talking about what we would say was good sinner people, people that were just good people working, just going through life. I'm not talking about they was whacked out already. I'm talking about people just living for life, just, you know, working five days a week, get high on Friday night and hang over Saturday and get high again Saturday night. Ain't got nothing to do Sunday. Sunday's rest day, so I just, hey, man, I'm going to get good and drunk and just take all day to get over it. And then all of a sudden, just your knock at the door and one hand of a card or an invitation or at the dinner table, you leave a card for the church with your nice tip. Now, if you're not going to leave a nice tip and you're a cheapskate, don't tell nobody you're saved. Hallelujah. Yeah, man, don't, don't, don't buy no $25 steak once a month and then leave a $2 tip. The devil is a lie. Well, I, I ain't the pastor, but he is standing, so I think he thinks like me. Don't tell nobody you're from the Rock Church if you're a tightwad. If you can go out and eat, you leave a good 20% tip, period. Come on, somebody. Yeah, you can be seated. I was out, I was out the other night eating with the family and the boys, and we was eating good, and that waitress, man, I mean, she just kept filling up them teas, and she finally took my glass of tea, brought me a fresh glass of tea, and it was just a regular restaurant. It wasn't nothing fancy, but I'm thinking, man, that's, that's what I used to do at the Latour. Put ice in it one time, and that's it. Take that ice, put a brand new glass with all ice, and fill up a coffee cup one time, and refill it one time. That's it. You fill it one time, you got to bring a new cup. I mean, we didn't play. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I'm sitting there, and this, this girl just, I mean, she's taking care of us and everything. I get ready. Bill's about $65, something like that. And without even thinking, I wrote $30 on there for a tip. When I wrote, I said, whoa, that was a lot. I said, she was worth it. Walked off. Now, I don't know what will happen when we go in there next week, but I'll bet you $5 she don't go, can I help you? She going to remember me in my red and gray sweats when I walk through the door. She going to say, oh, sir, I'm so glad to see you today. Could I help you? Can I? I've got a table waiting over here. That's what's going to happen. I don't know what that had to do with the message, but tell somebody just take it and wear it. Hallelujah. Be a tight water in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. Amen. But when I was born again, I became a member, a limb or a part, a cell, part of a muscle, a bone in the body of Christ, spiritually speaking. You were in the body of Christ. Now, when it happened, you were down, laying in a dead world of sin. Now, you was moving, moving around, rocking, drinking, drugging, partying, going at it. But they handed that flyer at your door and you went, God, Sunday school, what's that? And you kind of sit up a little bit and read it. You got on the bus, came to church, and all these people, these people are crazy in here. Now, I mean, if saved people look at you like that, just thumb them, you know, give them in your face. You're a disgrace. Saved, but you're a disgrace. Amen. 
Everybody say amen. amen. But now when you get to praising God, you see guests look at you going. I wish I had a camera on me. I could take pictures of people in a service. We got you from the behind, but I'd like to get it from your face. <laughs> I'd like to get you saved, quote unquote saved, folks. Your face, we get to praising God. You get to. The way I was in church, I grew up, Pastor Talk. You know, he said. Now, if we have six or eight people get the Holy Ghost in a year, we've had a great year. And I'm like, what? We go to camp meeting, everybody get the Holy Ghost. We 10, 12 of us get the Holy Ghost every year. We have six or seven get the Holy Ghost in church. Man, it was a great year. And he believed about worship. You know, he said, you know, the only way you can dance or jump or run or get your praise on like we do, you know, God's got to make you do it. It's got to be in the Spirit. God will give you the Holy Ghost when he gets ready. And I'm like, man. Friday night at that youth camp, amen, when I got the Holy Ghost, I was just like, God, man, I've been praying four nights and I didn't even go to my basketball game. God, can't you please give me the Holy Aren't you ready tonight? No, that's not what I did. But that's what I was taught. And God, look at somebody say, God's ready to fill me again with the Holy Ghost. He's ready to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. So here I am laying in, in, in type. I'm laying dead. In the world, in sin's got me dead. Then you come to church and people are clapping and worshiping and you're like, oh, what's going on? Oh, I've never seen it like this. Sometimes people leave. Don't get offended because people don't pray right away. I mean, some people are just blown completely away. I mean, they're used to church. All this stuff, you look in the Bible, you can't find it nowhere in the Bible. That might be why they tell them don't read your Bible. What are you doing? Looking there, I'm gonna go back again. I'm gonna go on Tuesday night, maybe. Come in Tuesday night, and there's maybe 70, 80 less of us, but we still got our praise on. Hallelujah. I'm like, it's Tuesday, middle of the week. What these people are crazy. Man, they've been working all day. I've seen them. What in the world are they doing? When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out. Even on Tuesday. <laughs> but now, let's just fast forward and I'll hurry through it. I'm, my ABI degree is kicking in. I feel a drama spirit coming on me and I'm acting. And so I'm going to shut that down. Everybody say, thank you very much. <laughs> and then you come to church. That's Tuesday night. You begin to worship. And I love you, Jesus. Wow. Love you, Jesus. And all of a sudden, you hear yourself saying, God, forgive me. Because someone's saying, well, you need to repent. Tell them you're sorry. God, I'm sorry. And then you feel this feeling. And sudden, your hands go back up and your head back goes up. And you're just like, and you're saying, 
I love you, Jesus. Says that you tell you, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Say, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Say, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Say, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Love you, Lord. Love you, Jesus. Love you, Lord. Love you, Jesus. Love you, Lord. Love you, Jesus. Come on. And all of a sudden, you hear something coming out of your mouth you don't understand. And they holler, that's God. You go, what, what, what? I guess I'm teaching an altar working seminar now. I don't know. I mean, you know, but, but all of a sudden you realize you got the Holy Ghost. And, when they, and then they take you and they baptize you in Jesus' name. I now baptize you. Come here, little man. Stand up. Hallelujah. Put your hand on your nose. Hand on your wrist. They say, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for admission of your sins. And they go, and bring you back up on the water. And that fast, down and up, God immediately loses all record all fault of everything you've done that was wrong against his name, all the sinning you've done. Tell somebody the reason I still shout is because God forgot about my past. I might remember some of it, but the good news is God don't remember one thing. Why? Because I have been born again of the water and the spirit. Now, when you were in your sin, you were dead. Come here, my little man. Help me. That just you. Come help me, Bubba. What's your name? What? Mason. All right, lay down, buddy. Lay down. That's right. Even the old folks do that. What? You want me to lay down? That's what I said, son. Lay down. So here you are, you're living, breathing in the world, doing your deal, partying, hardying. But then God fills you with the Holy Ghost washes your sins away by water baptism in Jesus' name. You repented, he forgave you, and in an instant, you're in the world dead, but God picks you up and sets you uh, on top of everything in the body of Christ. You're not just on top of everything by yourself, you're connected with the preacher. You're connected with your mom and dad. You're connected with your friends because you are a member of the body. Tell somebody, I'm a member of the body of Christ. Thank you, Bubba. I hope everybody, come here. Come here, Bubba. The Lord said he needs a tip. There you go for helping me. That's yours. He's like, oh my God. Don't give it to your mama. Devil's a lie. <laughs> I gave him a hundred dollar bill. Bless God. This bad thing is like Brother Norris. When I was in Bible school, S.G. Norris, he'd have a quiz, and whoever was the last one up when the bell ring would get whatever's in his, in his pocket. Most of the time, it was peppermint. Every now and then, it was some money. Most of the time, it's five or ten dollars. Now, for us in Bible school, hoosha, thank you. But one time, he gave five hundred dollars. I don't know how he had that kind of money in 1983, but he had it. 
Amen, that kind of money. But now, Bishop, what I'm going to tell you is I got a hanky. I got my keys to the room and I got two wipes. Amen, I don't know which one you want. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, sorry, Charlie. <laughs> Amen. But that little man, boom, shakalaka, baby. Now, you have to remember, you got to pay your tithes. You got to give a good offering. What other kind of offerings you got? Amen. Missions offering? Building program, whatever. Okay, almost all in. Everybody say the all in offering. So you give, you give $10 for your tithes. I'd double my offering. I'd give $10 for an offering. Then I'd give $10 or $20 for my all in. The rest is yours. Everybody say the rest is his. <laughs> Hallelujah. What are you saying? I'm saying to us whenever we are born again, He gave it back, hallelujah. Now I ain't broke, thank you Jesus. Come on somebody. Boy, I ain't never done that while I'm preaching, but I think I'm gonna do this about every other church, hallelujah. <laughs> so what are you saying, Brother God? When I'm saying this is what I feel to, to iterate to you. When you are born again at the new birth, oh Lord, Another one? That's what happens when you empty your pockets to God. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you, Jesus. I don't know. Somebody say, hallelujah. All right, y'all stop in the name of Jesus. I'm going to quit preaching. Hallelujah. Amen. So whenever you are baptized into Christ, one more, two more verses, which is his body, the fullness of him, that filleth all in all. Now the word fullness is planora. It means the things which a ship is filled with, freight merchandise, sailors, oarsmen, and soldiers. That means you are one of the working elements in the body. Colossians 1.18. And he is the head of the body, the church. Everybody say the church is God's body. How? When you got the Holy Ghost, you got the Spirit of God. You didn't get another spirit. Am I helping somebody? When you got the Holy Ghost, this young lady right here on the second row in the pink shirt, when you got the Holy Ghost, I'm gonna help you. Amen. You got the Holy Ghost when I was here. I'm gonna help you. When you got the Holy Ghost, you got the Spirit of Almighty God inside of you. Tell somebody, when I got the Holy Ghost, God is now in me. It's called the earnest of your inheritance. That means it's a little bit down now. The rest is coming at the trumpet. And that, you know what else? Well, I'm, I'm getting way out here now. Amen. But whenever that happens, the spirit, the spirit of God that you have in your body is going to cause an osmosis to happen. Your inner man will reverse with the outer man. You will take on a glorious body fashioned like unto his. How long is it gonna take? Tell somebody in a moment. In a moment. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you don't get that. If you don't have the Holy Ghost when the rapture takes place, your feet will not come off the ground unless you can jump. You can jump 32 inches, you get 32 up. 
32 up, 32 up, 32 up. I'm talking to my ball boys right there, hallelujah. That's all you're gonna get, but because you're born again and you're stressing to live for God, when the trumpet sounds, it's gonna be one foot here and the next foot, you're gonna reversal and you're gonna be brand new. Good God, can I tell somebody, we are his body. Stand with me. I'm leaving my notes alone. I'm not gonna go to the third page. I got six pages, I'm not going to the third one. Here's what I want you to get. We are his body. Tell somebody, I am his body. Look at somebody else and say, we are his body in this earth. And everything is under our feet. You are on top of everything. How's that happen? By being born again. God picks you up out of the masses of millions of people, places you in his body, and he, the Bible in Ephesians says, is on top of it all. So if God has his body, which is the church now, everybody say the church is God's body. And if the church is on top of everything, that's where I'm at. Tell somebody next to you, that's where I'm at. Now, I know we're not high. We're not shouting and jumping and all that. We've laughed a lot and been kind of crazy, but it's all right. We're having a good church. I want you to look at somebody and say, we're on top of it all. And this week, maybe even this last week, maybe you've been under a little bit of attack. But it's like, come here, my little man, help me again. You can, you can be the devil now. Just knock at my feet. Just hit my feet. Just keep hitting my feet. Now, now, if you've been born again, you've been baptized, and you were baptized into God's feet. I mean, that's painful. But all God's got to do is pick his foot up and say, stop it. <laughs> Look at somebody say, God's going to kick the devil if he has to because I'm in his body. And if I'm in his body... Tell somebody, we are on top of everything. All right. Grab somebody by the hand. Let's all come to the altar. Amen. Come on, let's come to the altar. Come to the altar. Are you happy? Are you glad to be on top of it all? You glad to be born again? Thank you, Jesus. I'm closing my notebook. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Well, I see a lot more to the preach, but I'll save it. Hallelujah. This is what I just kept feeling, and Pastor said it. We're on top of it all. And that's what you need to leave with today. Now, if you've not been born again, haven't been baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins, you haven't received the gift of the Holy Ghost, evidenced by speaking with other tongues, amen, why would he do that? Well, the Bible says the tongue is our most unruly member. Unruly, I'm not sure what in Greek it means. I could look it up on my phone, but I'm not going to do it. But it's, your tongue is, mm, tell somebody, my tongue is, whoa. Mm. We can say some stuff, can't we? I mean, God could have made the sign be your right hand will shake. He could have made your left leg will quiver. You know, you made your big toe on your left foot go up and down. He could have made anything be the sign. But he took our most unruly member, our tongue. And said, when I fill you with my spirit, I'm going to take control and I'm going to speak through you 
in an unknown tongue. And so for that, that moment it happens, you know God did that. Now then, from the time you get born again, you still got to work on that tongue. Look at somebody say, I'm still working on my tongue. Hallelujah. <laughs> that just came to me. Now, I ain't never said that in an altar service. I've been preaching years. I ain't, I ain't never said that. Amen. Look at somebody say, that was for somebody in here. Hallelujah. You're born again, but you still got to watch your tongue. Look at somebody say, I got to watch my tongue. <laughs> Amen. But now this week, when you're starting, when you leave this service tonight, if you go out and get something to eat, go to the restaurant, through McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, wherever you go, go home, make your bologna sandwich, whatever. Stop and get gas. Remember, you didn't just leave a church service. You left out of a, a church service connected to the body of Jesus Christ. Tell somebody, I am a member. That means limb or part. So tell somebody, I'm a part of God's body. And then another place he said, members in particular. In particular means in share or portion. That means if you're in the right arm and you got to pick something up, the right arm takes share of that load. That's what I thought when they said, well, you know, you got to wait on God to make you shout. And I'm thinking, well, no, this is crazy. I mean, God do just make one arm shout. You just make one finger quiver and the whole rest of his body don't do nothing. It don't make no sense. Amen. Number one. Number two, God's not going to make you do anything. Tell somebody if I shout, it's because I want to shout. If I jump for joy, it's because I want to jump for joy. That's right. I'm going to throw my hand up and say, in your face, devil. I'll say, in, my, in your face, devil. That's what I say. Why? Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me. Now, I know I'm trying to close. For some of y'all, y'all been saved a long time. Anybody in here been saved 50 years? 50 years. We got anybody been born again saved 50 years? There's one hand. Good man right back there. Anybody been saved 40 years? See, I think that's me now. Let's see. 78, 88, 98, 2008, 2018. Yeah, I've been saved 40 years, 43 years. There you go. How much? 45. Hallelujah. 40? Wonderful. Well, now how long have you had the Holy Ghost, baby? Holy Ghost that day so she's three weeks old but now listen she is a member of the body of Christ just like I am just like the elder is so grab somebody by the hand and tell them we are members together you're going to leave this church service tonight it's been a great service you're going to leave this service tonight not alone you're leaving with members. You're connected. The Spirit of God tells me the Spirit of God has you covered because I'm praying for you. Amen. Now I want you to be sensitive this week. Sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Witness to people. Leave 
cards at the dinner table, lunch table, gas station. Just leave a card. Hey, I want to leave you this and walk off. We're going to see this number increase of attendance. We're going to see this number increase of people getting the Holy Ghost, whether I'm here or not here. If Bishop has to go out and preach and ain't here on Sunday, they still going to get the Holy Ghost. Tell somebody they still going to get the Holy Ghost. Tell somebody God's working in me and he's working through me. Now lift those neighbors' hands. And let's begin to pray with each other as the music plays. Would you pray for them like you want them to pray for you? In the name of Jesus, God, I pray for my friend, my neighbor, my my buddy, my mom, my dad, my brother, my son, my daughter. And I pray in your great name that you would use us this week when we go to work, when we go to school, when we go to the grocery store. God, I'm praying that you use us. I want you to use us, Lord, of God's family. Agree with me. Look at somebody and say, you are important to me. Tell both people, one on your left, one on your right, say, I'm going to pray for you every day this week. Tell both of them, I'm going to pray for you every day this week. Now sing it again. Oh, you need me. We're all apart. Come on, lift your hands in the air. It is His will that every need be supplied. You are important to me. I need you to survive. Now lift your hands and sing it like this. I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to survive. I won't harm you with words from my mouth. I love you. I need you to lift your voice. Come on. Um, I pray. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to survive. I won't harm you with words from my mouth. I love you. I need you to survive. I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to survive. I want you with words from my mouth. I love you. I need you too. Hey, I pray for you. 
you pray for me I love you I need with words from my mouth I love you yeah I pray for you you pray for me Mouth. I love you. I need you. And I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to survive. I won't harm you with words from my mouth. I love you. I need you to come on, lift your voice. I pray for you, you pray for me, I love you, I need you to survive, I won't harm you with words from my mouth, I love you, I need you to now somebody lift your voice and give God praise for the body of Christ tonight, come on up. Lift your voice to give. Thank you for saving me, for bringing me, for keeping me. I pray for you. See, you pray for me. I said I need you to. I won't harm you, harm you with words from my mouth. I love you. I need one more time. Come on. I pray for you. I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to survive. 